Hello. Welcome to the Remembering Who You Are podcast. I am Jazz, your spiritual way shower and friend, and this show is about encouraging self-awareness, personal growth, and self-mastery by sharing my experiences and helpful resources. This podcast is for people who need help with letting go of who they are not by remembering and becoming who they truly are, a supreme being. Now, let's start the show. So this week, I wanted to show some love to Star Trek. Um, (laughs) I started, I wanted to figure out what all the hype was about because everybody is like, oh, Star Trek, the next generation is bomb.com, you know, (laughs) Um, Captain Kirk and all the mother niggas. So I was like, okay, let me. Let me start watching the franchise or whatever. So I started watching the first um, series with Captain Kirk and Spock in them. Y'all, so <laughs> I like it. And I think I'm going to be a Trekkie. Um, you know, Spock is my favorite character. But you know who's also my favorite character? Dr. McCoy. Because he be so pissed and so mad <laughs> when Spock be trying to be logical and shit. And McCoy be just so pissed off that Spock is not as mad as him. And so it was just funny to watch. It was funny to watch Captain Kirk be extra excited. And and, um, when he's really pissed off, he start speaking in a certain way and shit. Like, that shit was so funny. And um, just (laughs) the dramatics of it all. Like, you know, Lieutenant Uhura, Uhura, I forgot how you say it, but... She's my favorite character too, cause she just do her job and she do it really well. So, and um, just all of them, like it, I just like Star Trek. Period. And um, and I think I'm going to enjoy the rest of them. So, um, that's that on that. And I also was in my Abraham Hicks YouTube bag this week too. Um, I really, I really, really like, um the messages I really do. And I completely, um, agree with them. And I have been experiencing some of Abraham Hicks's, um, uh, just, you know, thoughts or I guess knowledge and wisdom about how, you know, humans supposed to be on this motherfucking earth. So I've just been really following her. Um, I guess him, them, they, their advice and um it's been working out i've actually been unconsciously um following their guidance for a while now and i'm just now understanding oh shit that's what i've been doing so put it more into context you know what i'm saying and i just love watching the videos so those are the things and the people that i want to show some love to and now let's get into the quotables So this week we have eight quotables and the first one is from Goggle35 on Twitter. 
You're not real if you don't want to punch someone in the face occasionally. The next quote is from Am About to Bust on Twitter. <laughs> I be saying, don't worry, I'm Gucci, when in fact, I am TJ Maxx. <laughs> the next one is from Mind Tendencies too. You can learn a lot about people by what they choose to normalize. The next quote is from T5 Vaughn on Twitter. A wise woman once said, when it is sent by God, it will come with confirmation. But when it isn't sent by God, it will come with hesitation, frustration, and confusion. The next quote is from Akin Alokun on Twitter. Involve love in everything you do. Make love the foundation of all your actions. The next quote is from Virgo Goddess 915 on Twitter. There's value in silence. Just listen. The next quote is from Mind Tendencies 2. When you start to accumulate inner strength through inner work, your vibe will gradually improve. Regardless of the drama happening around you, you will exude a present and calm vibe. People will gravitate towards you. If you can, help them through your embodiment and experience. And the last quote is from Miriam Williamson. Excuse me, from Marion Williamson. A light worker is not someone who ignores the darkness. It's someone who transforms the darkness. That's it for the quotables, and let's get into the main discussion this week. So this week, I wanted to talk about light work and light workers. Um, I have an episode about shadow work, and I thought I would, you know, Talk about the opposite, light work, and what a light worker does and who they are. So, what is light work? According to Alana Fairchild, she states that light work is a form of spiritual healing, specifically targeting personal and planetary evolution through spiritual growth. Light work is based on invocation. Remember, I talked about that last week or calling upon higher, more evolved spiritual beings to connect with you and through the universal law of resonance and vibration, help raise your energetic vibration. Light work is essentially experienced rather than explained. As invocation is carried out and spiritual growth occurs, a number of things happen, including greater connection with your higher self or soul Enhanced capacity to create and master the arts of manifestation, intensely expanded spiritual awareness, and practical shifts within your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual bodies. Now, what is a light worker? According to Rebecca Campbell, she believes. A light worker is anyone who devotes their life to being a bright light in the world. 
They understand that their actions, no matter how big or small, have the potential to raise the vibration of the planet. However, you don't have to do anything to bring light. Who you are can be enough to bring positive change to the world. Lightworkers vary from teachers, chefs, writers, singers, to waiters, cleaners, strippers, to psychics, mediums, and energy healers. A light worker is someone who makes a conscious decision to answer the call of the divine, which is love, over the call of the ego, which is fear. Now, there are two types of energy on this planet, okay? Light and dark. Light energy comes from source and dark energy is dense. It's the manipulation, power struggle, and fear. It sees us all as separate and it goes against the flow of the universe. Light workers turn their light on by following what lights them up and then effortlessly share that light with the world around them. They do not need to convince anyone of, of anything, rather just be the light. While some light workers alive right now were born with a conscious mission to be of service, there are countless souls awakening to the call to be of service. The light workers born with the knowing have been doing this work for lifetimes and may have a fear of stepping forward due to being persecuted in another life or basically, you know, being killed because of who they are, right? Of, of bringing healing energy to people. And people are afraid of that sometimes. They don't know how it looks. They don't know, you know, all they see is like black magic, niggas doing spells and shit. It's like, what the fuck is this? We about to get this up out of here. Burning niggas at the stake. You know what I'm saying? Witches and shit. So, you know, quote unquote witches, they were the light bringers. They were the ones that was trying to correct the wrongs out this mug. You know, anyway, new light workers who are awakening to the call tend to have a significant awakening experience spurred on by a life event. Their consciousness has shifted and they may decide to answer the call to be of service. They may. So it's always a choice, always free will being practiced out this mug. Now, for me, I was the late bloomer, still am, and um, a major life event happened to me and I chose to answer the call out this bitch because the old shit was whack, you know? Now... Let's get into the 12 types of light workers that transform the human spirit. Spirit, inspirado, inspirado, right? I so when identifying your light worker journey, you must pay attention to your inner guidance. Your intuition will guide you in discovering one or more unique gifts in you. Okay, so let's get started. All right, number one, the grid workers and gatekeepers. All right, these light workers deal with the grids on Earth slash Gaia, however you want to call her. They create the human grid that connects the hearts of all awakened humans. They are the actual doorways on the Earth that connect sacred sites 
through ley lines and act as portals that allow light to come to this world through their open hearts. Gatekeeping is a more advanced form of grid work in which light workers work with a team to open interdimensional gates that allow higher levels of light and love to flow in. Number two, the divine light keepers. The core mission of this type is to embody the light. No matter the external circumstances, they're here to retain higher vibrational frequency and presence. They uplift and support humanity in the unfolding awakening process. Number three, the transmuters. Transmuters neutralize the negativity and darkness by diving into it and releasing their light. By transmuting past karma, they work on behalf and for the collective consciousness of humanity. They might also transmute along their ancestral lines. Transmuters may have been chosen to be born into an ancestral line that has plenty of negative karma. They serve to release, dissolve, heal, and help their entire ancestral line's vibration to level up. Number four, the healers. Healers help practically everything. Humanity, the earth, animals, souls, and all beings by healing their mental, emotional, physical, or spiritual aspects. As a healer, you must listen to your internal guidance about the modalities, techniques, and ways in using your gifts through service. It is important that you focus on healing yourself first because by doing so, you can raise your vibration and fill yourself up with the light that can heal, support, serve, love, and guide others. Number five, the seers. These light workers have opened their third eye or psychic sight, making them able to see beyond the physical and the veil of illusion. Their gifts include providing readings or services to inspire, empower, and guide others to their truth and the truth of the world. They may also focus on areas where their energy is much needed for healing, transmutation, or release. Number six, the blueprint holders. Everyone has a divine blueprint, which is a template to a fully awakened self, okay? The blueprint holders are the most active in tuning into this template and retrieving the codes of awakening. They are best at translating these codes so everyone can understand them and use them to raise the levels of their consciousness. These holders use sacred geometry and other sacred forms of communication through their work. Number seven, the dreamers. The dreamers serve their gift by dreaming, interdimensional travel, and going into the dream space, which allows them to access alternate dimensions of experience. They are usually called psychonauts. They use certain rituals or supplements to embark on psychedelic trips and access realms and ideas that will later inspire and uplift the human spirit. Number eight, 
the messengers. Messengers receive guidance and messages from the divine angels, ascended masters, galactics, and their higher self. They share these messages through videos, blogging, teaching, or writing. Messengers serve humanity through the awakening process by sharing powerful spiritual insight and information. They are explaining to people what's happening to them, making them better understand this journey of evolution through the guidance they receive from spirit. I'm an example of a messenger. I'm also some other things too, but number nine, the manifestors. They are involved in weaving light to manifest changes on the earth, which come, which could come in the form of intending and manifesting timelines, manifesting positive events, or creating the template for greater love, greater light, and harmonious co-creation. They do this through various ways like meditation and visualization accompanied with self-inspection. Number 10. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Wait, hold up. They manifest for the highest interest of all beings, Gaia, animals, and all of the humanity. But as they keep manifesting, they work strongly on their inner selves to make sure their manifestations are not of egotistical nature, but from their heart. Most of these people don't even focus on manifesting, but on clearing the way so what they resonate with is for the good of all. Now, number 10, the Ascension Guides. They are the ascending light workers. They step into greater levels of light and share what they learn about the ascension process. These people step into the edge of enlightenment and push even further by questioning and embodying higher levels of light. The ascension guides show us how to overcome some of the pitfalls of enlightenment to help everyone not lose themselves on their way to ascension. Some of their teachings might even contradict the regular teachings of light workers. This is because they approach the truth from a much higher viewpoint and see the flaws that might surface with blind spirituality. Number 11, the way showers, okay? Way showers walk their talk. They embody the ascension process and live their lives in the most authentic way. They keep the highest interest of all beings and live an awakened and inspired life. These people are not even aware that they serve humanity in some way. All that they do is live in resonance with their truth and the teachings other lightworkers share with the world. These people are the heart of the lightworkers. They are what inspires and motivates other lightworkers to keep doing what they are doing because there is still good in the world that needs their light. And the last one is the unifiers. These light workers see how everything connects with everything else. They are really good at finding patterns and merging various philosophies into one. They are the translators that gather the teachings of other light workers, the truths and philosophies of spiritual masters, 
and shape them in a way that is really easy for people to consume. They are good at perceiving the essence behind different opinions. That's how they can find ways in connecting people together. These people unify different teams of lightworkers together so their impact can be much greater. So we are all a different mix of these types, right, of lightworkers based on how these secondary types can benefit the realization of our primary type's purpose. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> Reading it now, I was like, what the fuck does that mean? So basically your main mission on earth, right, can have secondary aspects to it. So you can be a messenger, but you can also be a unifier to unify all of the information to become a messenger and, and send that message out into the world. Or a transmuter, right? To, and then be able to be a clearer messenger and then be able to receive the messages to unify that information to be a messenger and send that message out into the world again. So it's just so much, so many of the light workers can can you know combine together and be one big ass um combiner like a motherfucking transformer out this bitch <laughs> you know what i'm saying shit optimus priming you know what i'm saying bumblebeeing out this motherfucker you know shit what is it what did a nigga say autobots round up whatever the fuck <laughs> i don't know what the nigga say but um yeah so those were the 12 types of light workers and now let's get into the signs of um the signs if you're a light worker or not. All right, so 20 signs you're what's known as a light worker. Shout out to Brianna Weist for this information. All right, so <clears throat> first sign you intuitively know that you are alive for a higher purpose. One that is directly related to awakening and transforming your own life and the lives of others by helping to raise the collective consciousness of human beings. Number two, you are highly intuitive and have had an innate wisdom about life since the time you were young. You are naturally philosophical and spiritual. Number three. Though you connect with people easily and it is part of your purpose to help them, you are somewhat of a loner. You are sensitive to other people's energy and can only take it in doses. Number four, your young life sets you up for a series of traumas, challenges, and other difficulties. You understand that these were not intended to hurt you, rather to awaken you to the healer you are now. Number five, you are constantly on a mission to improve your own life and the lives of those around you. Your core drive in life is to identify what needs to be fixed and how you can possibly make it better. Number six, though you once may have struggled with certain mental illnesses, you have come to understand that they are adaptations to your circumstances rather than innate problems. You understand that part of your purpose is to revolutionize the way people see their mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. Number seven, you are spiritual, but steer away from religion. 
Your life work is to help people re-internalize their power. You maintain focus on awakening the God within. Ooh, 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 ooh. So, uh, a God awoke in my throat. Uh, you maintain focus on awakening the God within each individual and helping them to see their unlimited power, potential, and healing capabilities. Number eight, you are naturally creative and your healing process often involves some kind of art, writing, or one-on-one healing modality. Number nine, you are the epitome of an old soul. You are wise, mature, and seem to have the experience of many lifetimes, despite being so young. Number 10, you have always been inexplicably different from your family, friends, and peers. Because of this, you may have struggled to find your tribe or feel as though you really don't fit in anywhere. Number 11, you are constantly coming into deeper self-awareness about yourself and your life. Through your ongoing journey of awakening and healing, you continue to shine light on the shadow aspects that most people reject and deny. Number 12, you are an extremely powerful manifester. When you think or focus on something clearly, you receive it or are able to create it in very short amounts of time. Number 13, the strong... Oh, God, (laughs) this strong energy is both a blessing and a curse. You have to be careful of what you focus on because you will end up creating it in your life, whether good or bad. Oh, listen, (laughs) y'all, I'm struggling a little bit because I ate too much earlier and now I'm starting to feel the effects of (laughs) what is going on in my stomach. (laughs) I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Okay. (laughs) Number 14, you are naturally drawn to ancient spiritual texts about energy and ascension. You resonate more with Eastern philosophies than Western. Number 15, you are almost psychic in your ability to intuit what other people are thinking, feeling, or need in order to heal. You are psychic if you, it's not almost, you are. Either you are and you are not, but everyone is anyway. Number 16, you know you are here in this life to dissolve your old karmic patterns and to break into a new level of consciousness and awareness. You understand that your purpose here is not just a job or a task, but rather to just become who you are meant to be. Number 17, your main objective in life is self-growth. You are always focused on how you can better yourself and know that the best years of your life are yet to come. Number 18, you feel a strong connection to nature and believe that it is the closest that we can get to becoming most aligned with source. Number 19, at one or multiple points in your life, you experience an intense spiritual awakening, your worldview shattered, And you were forced to purge out all of the limiting beliefs that were once holding you back. You understand that awakening can be an exhausting, sometimes painful process, 
but that it is often necessary. In the last one, number 20, you sense that you are part of a global effort to raise people's consciousness and are often referred to as a front runner in the spiritual community. This is not to say that you are enlightened and others aren't. It is just to say you learned your lessons a little sooner so that you can help others through their own. All right. Now, I've talked about what I went through in other episodes, and this is spot on for me. Every single sign, I've had every single sign, and am every single sign. So um, I hope that is helpful for you. You know what I'm saying? Go back through, re- listen to it again, see if um, anything resonates with you. And um, let's get into the helpful tools to figure out what to do with this information and what to do with this, you know, new quote unquote job or task or mission, you know, that you have now that you think that you may be a light worker. So the first helpful tool is from Alana Fairchild. That's my homegirl right there. She, she on top and on point with this shit. Um, <clears throat> so what if you identify with the role of a light worker? Now what? Alana suggests finding support, some teachers, groups, guides, angels. Learn to self-soothe in times of emotional and psychological stress in the best way for you. Learn about spiritual unfoldment to understand what is happening to you in our planet. Practice psychic clearing and protection regularly. Practice the principles of spiritual alchemy to feel empowered and ready to take on the world. You dig? You can find all information on google.com. It's in some books as well, but you can go to Google. <laughs> to find out which books to read. And the next helpful tool is from Anna Sacy. Okay, she says, how to find your calling as a light worker. This is if you identify with being a light worker, all right? She says, if you're a light worker, your purpose will inevitably be some variant of this theme, to serve others, to contribute something good to the world, and to raise consciousness. Purpose is not about what should I do, but rather who am I and how can I act in a manner that is true to myself? We underestimate what we can achieve and heal just by being ourselves. Ask yourself, what is special about you? What energy, energies, yeah, energies, what energies do you bring into this world just by virtue of being you? To find your calling, you have to know yourself. Having a calling is about taking what you love to be in your life and finding the most natural continuation of that, which financially remunerates you. (laughs) That gives you some motherfucking money, all right? (laughs) Um, Ask yourself, what do you long to bring to the lives of others? Healing, nurturing, supporting, you know what I'm saying? Honesty, courage, compassion, leadership, you know what I'm saying? This can be a difficult question to answer, though. 
because it means you have to go inside of yourself and connect with your heart. All right. And many, many of us don't do that. So pay attention to how the answer comes when you ask this question, as it will surely be your higher self, your soul, your inner being, you know, your intuition that communicates with you. What are you already being in your personal life that you love? The interesting thing about this is that you are often already expressing or at least longing to express those defining energies in your personal life. Finding your calling doesn't have to be a fruitless, frustrating task, even if there isn't a career that seems like a good fit for you at the moment, don't fret, okay? Sometimes we have to do a little inner work before we can get there, okay? So just a couple of helpful tools, you know what I'm saying, from Anna and Alana, you know? And um, we gonna get to this motherfucking bottom line because I'm tired of talking, my throat is dry as usual. So here's a quote from Amy Oscar's blog. A light worker's job is to hold the space for light no matter what, to hold the world and all of its contradictions inside of the blessing of love. Now, light workers come in all shapes, sizes, colors, and creeds, okay? Being your true self helps the planet more than you'll ever know. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. And this is like light work in Lightworker 101. This is the very basics of it. Like scratching the surf, like a little bit of scratching the surface of this topic. But I just wanted to put it out there because that's what God wanted me to talk about. And um it's kind of aligning with what's happening with the world right now. And so I hope you appreciate this. I hope you've gained some information. And if you resonate with it, continue to do your searching, continue to seek, okay? Continue to be a seeker. And um, <sighs> however you want to feel, move towards that, okay? Care about how you feel, period. And be true to yourself. One love, peace, bye. Eat some chicken wings for me. You know what I'm saying? One love.